0: I do want to speak Jesus over every situation that we're facing today. Because the things that seem impossible in this world are not impossible for God. And the name of Jesus
1: can change everything. So, I feel like this is going to fall over.
0: (laughs) So, Hi everybody. Good to see everybody. Um,
1: just so we pray for me before I speak. Sorry, I put you on the spot, but <laughs> I just thought of it right now. It's like, oh, I need someone to pray for me. <laughs> I saw you back there. So, uh, father, we lift up Lisa right now to you and we just, um, we just put, Pray that you help us receive um, what this is trying to, to teach to us today. We just ask for um, open minds and open ears and open hearts to receive us. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: So today, the title of what I'm going to talk about is called God is Closer Than We Think. Has anybody here ever felt far from God? yeah not just me (laughs) um you don't have to share this out loud but you can think about it and if you do want to share it out loud you're welcome to but um what made you feel that way what made you feel far from God
1: was it something you did or something somebody else did to you or a circumstance in life, maybe that was out of your control, or maybe not out of your control.
0: Maybe stress or anxiety, or even when things are going good, seems like we should feel close to God, but sometimes when things are going smoothly, we forget how near God is. So you want to share, Robin? About what, what a what temper does but I have a real issue with
2: that it, it, it um I, I think for me it's fear-based almost every time it's fear-based for sure. And um like fear of the next step. Like things would get really, really good, and I'm there, you know, and then it's like oh, the next step will overwhelm me and then I crash. And then like, what crash means for me is you guys all lay it. I haven't had that problem until that's when I found out that I have it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I do, but I don't. You know, I know that there's so much more out there.
1: Yeah, and I guess I we're
0: glad you're back.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, Mike, will you turn that fan off? It's kind of loud. I think it might pick up in the recording. On the side. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, one thing you said, Robin, that really stuck out to me is you said that you bounce. That means that you're not falling flat. That means you go down and you hit bottom and you bounce back up. So be encouraged in that. Like going down and falling is not the bottom. It's not the end. That's not the end of the story. And God is with you when you're in free fall. And God is with you when you hit and when you bounce back up. So I want to encourage you on that. i share quickly, like, you know, I,
2: all my kids came back, man. You know, thats all that, that totally great to you. My youngest daughter, who was um are now
0: working with God. So I
2: know, I know. But behind you know, all that, for me, this is what it says to me now. And they rely on me, and now I have this responsibility. other things mm-hmm. um, and I think I'm used to not being able to handle it so like when my daughter called I did say oh no I'm on my third drink and, mm-hmm. you know I didn't have to do none of that so yeah and I was able to go into it it feels really bad.
0: can I pray for you right yes, now please. God I love Robin to you, and I thank you for her and I thank you that when she hits the bottom she comes back up I ask that you would give her strength as she's stepping back into the role of a mother and really the matriarch of her her children. Pray that you would give her wisdom to know how to do that and that the feelings of stepping back into that role as a mother, even to adult children and to grandchildren, that wouldn't feel overwhelming to her, but that she would feel blessed through the whole process. And when things get hard, I ask God that you would just remind her in the way that you remind all of us that you are near us, you are with us, and we're not alone, and that she is not alone. And I just pray that you would do that in her and through her. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for Thank sharing, you. Robin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for Yeah, I appreciate that. So um, we can get caught up in our lives, going through the motions, taking care of business. And sometimes I think we get caught up in important business, but A lot of times it's like unimportant business, trivial stuff, you know, we can get in the routine of and get caught up in, and we can forget the nearness of God. We can forget that like when we're cooking or when we're making, like doing dishes or when we're walking, God is right there. You know, he's with us. God is with us. Um, Sometimes I forget when things get hard, I get discouraged or stressed out, and I forget how near God is in my sorrow how close he is when I'm brokenhearted and um, in Psalm 34 17 and 18 it says the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help he rescues them from all their troubles the Lord is close to the brokenhearted God rescues those whose spirits are crushed so if your spirit is crushed today know that God is rescuing you and even in the good times, like I said, we can get carried away with things that are good, and just life and love and life, and forget that God is right there with us. So um, in first John four: thirteen it says, and God has given us God's spirit as proof that we live in God and God in us. So in the good days and the bad, When I was preparing
1: for what I was going to talk about today,
0: two parts of the Bible, Psalm 134, Romans 8, 30 through 39, if you guys need it, 134, I wrote it wrong up there. You want to change it, Roger? Hi, (laughs) Bo. I think... I must have got caught up in the 39 of the (laughs) Roman. Maybe I wrote it wrong here. Oh, it is 139, Roger. It was a typo in my notes. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I really appreciate that you let me know. And Roger, you too. I appreciate the grace that I have because I'm figuring this out with the rest of you (laughs) for real. Hi, guys. So it isn't 134, it is 139. Um, so those are the scriptures that kept coming up when I was preparing for this and when I was praying and when I was worshiping. And I kept trying, I would kept reading through them and trying to come up with a way to talk about them. But every time I tried, it didn't feel right. My words felt hollow and small. I felt like I was trying to add something to add to something that was already complete and that whatever i added was unnecessary so today i'm going to read those two passages and as i read um just reflect on the words not going to add my opinions or my words to it my hollow little words we're just going to listen to what god says in the bible um and as we reflect on the words Listen for any word or phrase that stands out to you. Um, And God, I pray that you would speak to our hearts. Tell us exactly what we need to hear through these Bible passages. Because God, you are so near us right now. You're closer than the breath in our lungs. And you are with us. And God, I trust that through these passages that you put on my heart, that you're going to speak to the hearts and the minds of your people here today. So Psalm 139. And I'm reading from the new living translation. This is a Psalm of David. Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know, when I sit down or stand up, you know, my thoughts, even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit i can never get away from your presence if i go up to heaven you are there if i go down to the grave you are there if i ride the wings of the morning if i dwell by the farthest oceans even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me i could ask the darkness to and the light around me to become night But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body, and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born, and every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God! They cannot be numbered, I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are
1: still with me. Does anybody want to share anything that stood out in that passage? If you don't, that's okay. Yeah.
0: So Robin is saying for those of you online that the thing that hit her is that God is not affected by the situations we go through, even though we are so affected by them. But God is not.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful roger roger shared that distractions and busyness and getting caught up can be a time when he forgets that god's presence is with him and that even Say it one more time because you said it better than I can repeat it. That last part. Even when you're not thinking about God, God is right there. He's oh, God is thinking about us. Even when we're not thinking about God, God is thinking about us. How beautiful is that. How beautiful is that. And there's no judgment in this either. It's not like, oh, shame, shame, you're not thinking about God. It, it's not like that. It's in a way that just God is near and He's delighted. And he's there. Yeah. Yep. So for those of you online, Roger said it can't be like that because the psalmist was talking about trying to escape God's presence. Trying to run away from God. And we can't. We can't run away from God. And let that be beautiful to you today. It's not terrifying because... God's not trying to whack you with his big God stick. God is trying to love you. He is loving you. He's not trying. He is. Um, yeah, that's beautiful, Roger. Thank you for sharing. The next passage I'm gonna read um, is Romans eight. Hopefully I got this one right. <laughs> Romans eight, thirty-one through thirty-nine. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for all of us, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he's sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? I'm gonna say that one more time. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Is there anything that anybody wants to share about this passage that stands out? you've lived that too. Chucky said, no matter what events we go through, the Lord is always there for us. And that's something we can't deny. Chucky, you speak that from experience, because I saw you in a hospital bed with like fresh out of surgery, grinning and thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah, no matter what we go through, the Lord is with us. Isn't that good news? It's such good news. We can like peel potatoes with God or do whatever we're doing with God. Every act we do can be an act of worship and an act of um, oneness with God because he's with us all the time. And if God is for you, who can be against you? Because God is for us and God loves us at our worst, he calls out our best because he's for us. Um. I'm going to read one part again, and then I have another song to play. I know I've kind of put worship interdispersed through our service today, but um, I wanted to do that so we could kind of have some time reflecting. So I have a song to play after I reread a couple of these things. And I want to give have that be a time for response to what God has said to you through these Bible verses. During this time of worship, reflect on what God's spoken to your heart and that God is with you. And also it's a time where you can talk to God about what you need because he's so close. We don't have to be afraid to talk to God about what we need and talk to God about the places that we're hurting in because God already knows. God already knows those places. God already knows the dirt we've done and he loves us. There's nothing that can separate us, nothing. From the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me and too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go to heaven, you are there. And if I go to the grave, you are there.